Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Polk. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah. Just uh, after last week's uh, Elseworlds crossover, it, it's it's been a hard, like, hard letdown <laughs> as far as... It's a hard knock life for us. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Uh, it was just, you know, the the more distance we get from it, the the more I I have I gain appreciation for what they what they accomplished in this year's crossover, and uh, and I know we went through it last week, but I'm I'm just really looking forward to uh, part B of this seasons for our shows, and and, and of course uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, I I don't I think as much as it it was last week I was so into coming home, sitting down, watching the episode, writing notes and preparing for our discussion about it. I think my my longing has more to do with the fact that now we're in this bloody winter hiatus where I have all of this time and yet Arrowverse is is out on off on hiatus and yeah. It's they, despite a lot of my quandary or a lot of my issues with the shows this year, I I still miss them, and yeah. that's because even if I get mad at them, it's just because I know they can do better. Yep, <laughs> they have it in them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it's it's one of those things where it's it, it, it it's definitely the the upsetness. Is, it's like your it's like your sports team for mm-hmm. for fans, where it's like you have the you have all the talent. It's just some weeks it's it it's firing on all cylinders, and other weeks it's it's not. And then sometimes they just collapse, like my Carolina Panthers did this year. But we won't go there. Right, right. Um, yeah, because I I stopped listening when you brought up football. Like, yeah, well, how dare no, you do yeah, that? I don't. I don't. Well, you know, <laughs> we someone, only take film and TV analogies on this podcast. Yeah, anyone saw my timeline last night, you would definitely know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I did see your timeline. I still don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, didn't they like do an interception from yes. New Orleans and run it all the way back, which was pretty impressive? I it watched was. that a few times. Yeah, it was. It was. But you guys still suck. Yeah, we do. We do. And it's you know. Yeah, yeah. We do. yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. Ever since they got beat by Pittsburgh, they just haven't been the same. But we'll, we're not going to turn this into a sports podcast tonight. All right. On that note, <laughs> <laughs> so because the shows are gone, um, and we haven't talked about this show that is quasi Arrowverse related, Black Lightning also ended its first season or. Had a mid-season finale this um, last week, yep. and I I got so far behind on Black Lightning because of the crossover that I did not even realize until after the end of the last episode that we moved on to a new book called The Book yep. of Rebellion. Yep. Um, apparently, they wanted Jennifer to suddenly take a few steps back in terms of progression. I don't know why. Um, that was a bit annoying. Granted, it gave some really good moments for both Lynn and Jefferson, so it's a win-win. And, um, well, we all knew it was not, it was false, but Gamby's still alive. Yep, he's still alive. He's still alive. Yeah, I still like Black Lightning, but I'm feeling like some pacing issues are starting to creep into the show. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. 
it it, it just seems a, a bit stagnant right now. Uh, I mean, it, yeah, it's they crammed three books in the first half of the season. There's <laughs> nine episodes. Yeah. And last season, I remember it's like, okay, I'm going to tell one story, one arc, and then the second half is another story and another arc. And I feel like there's just so many arcs. There are a lot of arcs. I will give them credit for one thing in that um, they do have multiple arcs and multiple stories for all the main characters. Uh, So it's very deep as far as... Um, you know, we've had char- good character development with Jefferson, um, Lynn with her story with the lab tech earlier this season, Gamby just being the man of mystery and, um, you know, pulling a, pulling a Nick Fury, but also, um, getting, you know, getting more as far as like, you know, his shadowy character, how he is, and also just his his relationship with Jefferson and sort of, you know, basically become, a, you know, his surrogate father after Jefferson's father died and um, and, and their, their their dynamics, which was on display this this episode in particular with when, when Jefferson was getting into fatherhood despair because, you know, he thinks that Khalil has, has kidnapped Jennifer, which is, you know, actually the not the case but but it definitely makes for interesting melodrama so you know i i don't know how interesting it is with the whole khalil and jennifer because it kind of makes her look really stupid Mm. in the sense that there are there are brief moments where i understand why she's doing this but majority of the time she just has this expression like well why did he get mad at me well, why is he behaving this way? Why is he doing this? And I'm kind of like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't your sister teach you well? Like, like your sister is pretty straightforward and direct and recognizes people for who they are. And it's yeah. just the moment she tried to call her parents and she got really like, she was so shocked that Khalil would be like, oh, no, you can't do that. I was kind of like, mm, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so so stupid. Um I and uh yeah, and and then they get away at the end and I still don't really understand um I I don't know. I guess I get just I didn't I there there was a point in the direction of that episode where the space mm-hmm. uh, was was confusing to me because for all of these metas that are are coming around you're telling me um, Jennifer is able to pull Khalil out of the of the situation and he can barely walk on his own and get far enough ahead of everyone yeah. <laughs> where they can't find her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't I don't really understand. Like they know the direction she went in went to. So I, I think that Gamby needs to up his game. He's been he like had put himself on the sidelines for a majority of the season and that was very much proven. Like he's a bit rusty yeah. on the whole yeah. tracking people down. So, but the the moment that stood out the most for me was was with Lynn and how she's taking it all because I think to go back to your point about the multiple arcs and how that's that's a strength, 
Well, I feel like she, her character spent so much time focused on that experiment with the um, green light babies, Mm -hmm. Uh, a sentence I never thought I would say, that, that I feel like we never really saw the necessary, we, that moment maybe could have been 10 times better than it was, was, even though I really liked it, it could have so been such a more powerful moment had we had a little bit more interaction between her and Jennifer and really that mother daughter dynamic. Um, because they did that for Jefferson. Yeah. You really felt that for him, even though I thought the, the flashbacks was a bit excessive, like, Cress Williams is a pretty good actor. Um, I think you could have just focused on him, and you know exactly what he's going through. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You're right. You're right. And and I guess that's again where there, I guess with the first season, it was such better paced and better. I mean, it was. I, I guess they're they're trying to do too much. I think um, fleshing out all these various arcs with all these characters, and and again, I think with with, with Jefferson um, this season, it, he's you know in a, in a little bit, I felt like he's been a little, a little sidelined these last few episodes. Yeah, um, and, no, I understand that point. That's a good one. Um. And and so hopefully, yeah, it was you know for a midseason finale, it just sort of it, it, it. I don't feel like it, it it advanced the story too much. I mean, we got. I mean, I, I think we, and it could be intentional because what we one of the good things that we've seen with this Khalil Jennifer storyline uh, on the run is how Jennifer is getting more and more comfortable and coming to her own as far as using her powers. And so I, I applaud the writers for, for doing that. And I think it, I think that's one of the, one of the stronger points of this, of this. So while I say it, it's stagnant in the sense that I just feel like I'm watching the same thing over and over again with them being on the run the one thing that it is doing well is fleshing out Jennifer's abilities. Like for example, and, and and when she had that moment where she was, I guess talking with, I can't remember the character's name, but whenever the, the, I guess the meta, what meta whisperer that they, that her parents sent her to (laughs) (laughs) where she, uh, you know, helped her identify the fear, but in doing that, you know, it, it led to her understanding how how everybody you know, with the electricity and how she could use her powers to be able to you know seek out the cutter. And 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 the other point in the story is with um, helping you know going break the hospital dispensary and being able to. You know, figure out how to short circuit things to, so she can override the computer to get Khalil the antibiotics. You know, there's been those little small touches that where before she was very fearful of her powers. Now she's starting to accept them. And so I am liking that. And then of course, you know, we got the, uh, out of universe 
picture of her in her costume to, to go along with that. So, you know, so I, so I do applaud them for doing that, uh, but I just feel like the, for a mid-season finale, really the only thing that like, kind of left me as far as, you know, wondering, like, what's cool that's going to come up and happen is, is this the, the new meta that showed up at the end. Do you know who he is? I don't. I don't. Okay. You know I, who I, yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to, uh, I was trying to look up some stuff. I mean, I'm not, I haven't read the Black Lightning comic um, hardly at all. So, except for like years ago. So, uh, and it, so I, I don't know his the, the the comic book history that well that I could like say, oh yeah, this is one of the mm-hmm. characters. Unless, I mean, it could be one of the Outsiders uh, from Batman and the Outsiders. I, but I honestly don't know. He, um, you know when when he we were sh- when I was watching that scene I was like wait a second we already have a cloak yeah. <laughs> and that's Marvel that's Marvel yeah. <laughs> this, are we getting the DC version of cloak because you know they always have the versions they do other yep. person it's just it is copying 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 Copy, so that copy, that's copy. immediately where my mind went to I was just yeah. like what what is this. <laughs> Yeah, so so over the hiatus, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to do some DC DC homework and uh, figure it out who it is. Or if the listeners know, if, if you guys are Black Lightning followers uh, on the comic side, you know, shoot us a, shoot us a a message and uh, and let us know who this uh, character could be. Yeah, I I mean even that point, I honestly forgot about until you brought it up and. And I'm still like, because I don't, because to me, it feels like just another bad guy is coming into the fold. Um, We've seen that before. And this is arguably a classic season two mistake because the first seasons, they always write it where there's a good, strong, intimate connection between the bad guy and the good guy. Right. right. So it's bias, right. The killing of the father, all of that. Um, and and because Tobias is still around, which most often the season one villains do carry over, they always have to introduce an outsider to combat and distract almost the hero. Mm-hmm. And and so it's I think that's where it loses focus in season two, where suddenly you're and this again is for any TV show where you're suddenly you really want to resolve this ongoing saga with your main villain but all you can do is just watch them focus on this new entity and it's kind of like well the other one is still out there so obviously he's going to survive and and because the only thing that i actually i actually thought you were going to bring this up that i thought was was a good point and is that tobias i think is getting it's pretty much getting closer and closer. And by the end of the season, if not sooner, he he better connect those freaking dots. He and better. Be like, oh, Jefferson is obviously Black Lightning. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 he only has two kids, okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I just, I, I hope that's where we get. I mean, we already have um, Jefferson's friend who figured it out. So Tobias, to really, retain that that fear um it's always a knowledge and and the threatening of of um of that identity which we as something that's a lot of the shows seem to be focusing on this year just in general is identity and preservation of both of them yeah yeah 
Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up Tobias because um, this episode uh, shed some light on more light, I should say, on sort of his his goal between the, you know you mentioned the green light babies, which um, was um, sort of been kind of left in the back a little bit, uh, especially when they did that uh, little jaunt over to uh, South Friedland. Um, and dealt with all the metas over there, um, but the the um, new kid uh, Todd and his his experiment oh. that yeah no no continue yeah, continue yeah, I'm glad you brought uh, this up. It's getting more and more apparent that Tobias is one. He's doing a, a couple motivations. One, I think he is trying to build his own super soldier army because you know you had Khalil. You had um, what was her name uh, that was killed earlier? Yeah, yep. And then it's just th- this was the mistake they did with Tobias for me at least. They killed yeah. Cyanide in the first yep. episode of the season. Yeah, yeah. They, they should have kept her around. Uh, such a good foil, especially. I, I know they were trying. It was one of those things where they felt they probably had to take her off the plate in order to flesh out the storyline between in the conflict between Tobias and, and, and Khalil, but I think they would have been better served keeping her on. Um, and then you've been, you know, they've been bringing in these other metas to hunt him down, like, like the cutter. Uh, and it's new kid Todd, um, which I, again, I think he, I think there's a couple things. One, I think he's going to, I think he is trying to build a, a super soldier army Two, I think he might, try to like you maybe try to use him to bring his sister back you know as far as reanimate her i don't know it could be uh they that was uh you know tobias was very close to his sister and 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 another thing that um this kid was interested in was um you know maybe it will feed into like you said him helping him put the the pieces of the puzzle together to figure out that it is indeed Jefferson who is Black Lightning. No, but okay. why I really got excited is actually because of the actor. R.J. Tyler is, I see him now in pretty much everything. Now I'm disappointed because I immediately checked IMDb and he's still only listed as being in this one episode. Do not cast him if you're not going to fall through, people. God. Because yeah. he is so good, and I'm very interested to see him play the bad guy, because he's always typecast in this geeky, nerdy, hyperactive role. So if he was to be built, if his character was really to be built around um, going from that extreme to the polar opposite, I think it would be a really compelling story. Um and he and I get the sense that he's a good enough actor to pull that transformation off. Yeah, yeah. But why is he listed only for one episode? Uh, maybe I don't know. That's a good. That's a good point. I mean, it, given given the, how they they introduced him, I can't imagine that he would just be a one off. I mean, that was. I mean, they're all, obviously the show always touches on racism and other stuff, and. Uh, you know, I, th- this episode was way on pretty, you know, pretty much on the nose, like with how the uh, committee discriminated against him, and also probably was bought off by, you know, was bought off by um, the the rich parents. So, 
given that and how they had him um, throughout, you know, getting introduced to Tobias and then coming back to the club at the end of the and near the end of the episode, I just can't imagine him being a one-off. Yeah, I, I mean, I was surprised by that too, and I don't. I think they will probably bring him back. Maybe they're just not going to do it until the final episode of the season, and that's the hook for season three. Maybe. Um, but he he's a talent where, and I also get the suspicion that whatever they do, they they need to sign him. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he might, he he does movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't I don't know, but he's somebody who, if you haven't watched this show before, and if you're familiar with any of his work, a, a movie he did when he was a little bit younger is called Me Earl and the Dying Girl. It's he he's amazing in that movie. He and he plays Earl and the movie itself is such a um piece. It's an art film about filmmaking. If and it's very um it's family friendly, it's a very endearing story, and he delivers a performance that again is why I say he's a good actor. Yeah. Um, what he's able to do in that uh, movie, and it's his breakout performance. So I would start there and just work your way through. He was a Power Ranger. I don't know why that's relevant, but yeah. I oh, brought yeah. it up. You brought it up. That's okay. You, you, yeah, we haven't done a Power Ranger pod yet. Maybe we should someday. Hmm. <laughs> well, I I think I think we covered it all. We yeah. voiced our frustration. We yeah. identified the highs, the lows. They're coming back with nine more episodes um, in 2019. Yeah, moving to Monday night after Arrow. Monday night after Arrow, not not a. Um, not a bad spot to be in. Yeah, I think that's actually. I, I I know people were grumbling about some of the CW scheduling, but I I felt actually, uh, Arrow and Black Lightning paired is is a better pairing than than it was than with Flash. Yeah. No, I um I agree. Anytime I watch this show, I always I always think about Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Just there's so many parallels, but uh. Because these shows are, um, I'll say it, and are very incestuous. Yes. Um, I I find myself always watching it and constantly comparing it to the other shows, and I I think that's to its advantage, both an advantage and a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. The advantage is that it makes the world feel so much larger. The yeah. disadvantage is that you. You are constantly being like, I've already seen it. Yep. <laughs> I've already seen this. Yep. I know yep. how this works. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they did this on The Flash two weeks ago. Or yep. The Flash this season has been one up by Supergirl with everything they're trying to oh, do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It definitely has. It definitely has. I think uh, it, it just sort of has been borne out by some of the articles out, out there from other, from other sources. I think people are really, uh, really enjoying what Supergirl has been doing. Uh, this season, yeah, I I even dreamt about Sam Whitmore last night. Um, yeah, it, it happens. Will has had five dreams about Sam Whitmore since. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, um, so I mean, let's let's just continue down this TV road because yes. another show we started talking about, we kind of put on the back burner is Titans. 
Yes. Uh, Will, I still don't know why you like this show. <laughs> I, I really do, and I, and I, I anticipated you saying that because you're like, uh, because one of the things that um, I will say, it does have some parallels to to the to the Netflix Marvel shows as far as the violence and and some of the themes and dark and that kind of stuff so you know again i think it for me it just basically boils down to i guess i'm a dc guy versus a marvel guy but uh but that being said i just i really really enjoyed this this series Uh, it's just everything about it for for dc tv um i I guess it's like Arrow on steroids as far as the action and um, what you could do if you, you know, if if it were on a streaming platform, and 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 also just just a very good, just interesting storytelling for me. I mean, it's a mix of horror and 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 goth and and and, and comic book uh, lore. And it just it just works for me, um, and and so you know seeing the seeing the, the teaser for the season finale this week with uh, with with Batman, which I, I was wondering if they were going to, to do it. They've been dancing around it all season, and if they 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 are uh, going to have the bat on on the show, and I I can't wait to to, to watch it this weekend. So, but that preview very much confused me because the way they left them a left off spoil spoiler alert um, the pre the pen, penultimate episode mm-hmm. concludes with basically um, Dick going into the haunted house. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only way to explain it. <laughs> yeah, it is. To, not, yeah, same Rachel um, from her parents, very superhero. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and um, and then they pick up with the preview for next week, and it's suddenly like, wait a second, the world didn't end. Okay, so in the five, in the first five minutes of the next episode, they're gonna wrap up what they've been really majority of the season, the big arc, which has yep. been Rachel, yep. only to then basically um, conclude the whole first season with um, a Robin story. Like that's what I don't like. I, I think th- th- it feels out of order, Will. Like, it feels yeah. like you tell, you, you follow up that Robin arc, you finish it, then you conclude the whole thing by bringing the band back together, having Dick save Rachel, and it's just the family reunited. Yeah, but, you know, seeing some of those still photos for the finale, um, where you have Dick and Dove um, together. And so I'm thinking that there's going to be uh, some, I don't know if it's going to be flat, flash forwards. I don't know. It looks like also that Starfire has you know had a makeover. So I don't know if there's going to be some alternate, some mind warping stuff going on in that haunted house that um, we saw how it impacted Beast Boy where uh, Garth was, you know, basically being tormented by this house. I mean, maybe with Dick, and, and 
uh, Corey, it'll have the opposite effect. And well, uh, you know, go into some of those, go a little bit deeper into some of those psychological places that uh, that we've been touching on all season, like whenever they were in the asylum, and Dick had was injected with those drugs and and went down that 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 trip where he was basically um, confronting how his time with Batman uh, made him such a dark person and and how you know how he felt the longer he stayed around there the, the more likely he was going to bec- you know become a killer and he and he was trying to fight that and so maybe this episode as far as the finale will 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 do that um possibly right right and i i okay so it's not that i think it's not necessarily that i think this is bad storytelling because on an on a episode by episode basis, especially when they continue, when when two episodes feel like they they work well following each other, mm-hmm. um, it, it's good. What I t- especially towards the end, I just felt like every single episode was treated like a one off, mm. where it kind of felt like. Why why am I getting what normally should be in episode four, which is basically a character introduction, in episode eight? Yeah. Why, why is that occurring? Why do we go away from Hawk and Dove for so long only to get their origin story towards the end? I understand like there's a there's a slight connection there, mm-hmm. but if the season is if the whole season is eleven episodes long, you probably could have um, made it a 10 episode season and removed half of that stuff because if they're not main main players this year, reserve that story for another time. Yeah, I like, agree. Follow yeah. through with the Batman stuff because I, I agree. The Batman, the Robin story, I thought it was going to be repetitious. It is not. It is really good. I really like it. Mm-hmm. I like what they're doing with that resentment, the father-son dynamic. The, the hero, um, the sidekick breaking away from the um, from from the the main hero, I guess you would say Donna Troy's introduction. Oh yeah, I love it's Donna great Troy. Character. Yeah. She's yeah, amazing. Great. Yeah, yeah. Great Donna, character. great, great character. Great character. Yeah. And I'm yeah, yeah. The Hawk and Dove, I mean the only thing I could figure is they were just didn't want to scare the hell out of us with a sex abuse story from episode three or four, um, because it was very dark. Uh, how Hank um, protected his brother, and and so that maybe that was. It, it, I, I get I, I I get your point, and I've seen other people make the same make this point your point as well. That it does seem a bit late and a little bit disjointed to build up, build things up, and then all of a sudden go down, you know, take the off ramp into a, a hawk and dove story. Um, on the other side, though, it, you know, given how when we last saw those characters, I mean, we didn't know if she was well, well, theoretically, we didn't know if she was going to survive or not, even though we knew she was. <laughs> um, um, it. It 
you know, instead of having the miraculous, like, you know, you're banged up in one episode and you're back the next and everything as well. I think it, maybe this all ramp into that was just to show how, you know, again, you know, trying to keep the show somewhat grounded as far as like the severity of her injuries. Um, maybe it was a, a, a the, the a tonal shift that yes, we're building up all this over here with the Titans coming together, but we also have these other characters who are a part of this universe as well that we need to, to, to bring back and revisit. And so you do have, you do reintroduce Hawk and Dove and really get into their backstory as far as how, how they came into being. Um, you know, we do get that introduction of Donna Troy, you know, first with her and Dick as kids. Um, and the much larger universe of the Justice League. I mean, it, you know, it again, the one thing I, I enjoy about Titans is that they don't beat around the bush on this. They they firmly establish that the Justice League is here. Um, we're not, you know, we're not going to tease it. We're just going to acknowledge it. And so maybe that's why they pushed this story with hawk and dove later just to again you know round out round out the, the, the universe that we um that we're in now and you know and and we may not see them at all next episode in the finale and and we won't see them again until season two but at least now they're established and they don't have to spend that time in season two introducing them to us yeah Maybe I don't. I don't know what's going to happen in yeah, season two. I, yeah, but I, yeah, but I, but I, I, but I think you you have a very good point. I mean, it 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 was a weird off ramp at this juncture where they were building such good momentum as far as the Batman uh, story uh, with with Dick and and also just you know also just how Jason Todd fits into all this as well. And I mean, it's it you know. Those those episodes, Jason Todd was probably my favorite episode of the of the bunch so far this season. Uh, hmm, I'm trying to think about what uh, Donna Troy episode. It's mine. Yeah, Donna. Yeah, but Donna's she's she's strong. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I mean, and, and but it's another one off. Yeah. <laughs> like again, we continue. I understand that these characters are all important. They're all relevant. Yeah. I just. I don't, it's, it doesn't feel um, fluid. It feels jarring at times. And that's what's bothering me because I also don't feel like I'm watching a cohesive story unfold. I feel like I'm, it's, um, I'm reading chapter one, skipping to chapter three, but then going back to chapter two to follow up where chapter one left off. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's 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 a fair criticism. I mean it, it is it is, um, but on a whole, despite that flaw in the in the narrative t- uh, structure that they have, I, I'm still really just enjoying the series. Um, yeah, because a nerd like you would. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's totally yeah. It, it totally yeah. It, it, it's totally like yeah. 
A DC apologist like you would completely I would, enjoy I this. Totally would. I would. I totally would. I totally would. And I'm not going to bash. Still I'm not going to watch Suicide Squad. How no. dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and I and I never will. <laughs> I like there's just things I can't apologize for. Yeah. There's this. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, jeez. Um. Other news and stuff that's happening. They confirm Punisher 2 will yeah. season two will drop in January, only to then be canceled in February. Yeah, or oh, if it makes it that far, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, well, they already filmed it, and that's also why they haven't canceled Jessica Jones yet because yeah. they already filmed season three. Yeah, it's 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 weird. It's it's getting weird. Um, Schmodown. I don't know where I am with the smooch down right now. I I freely I thought as I mentioned to you, you know, I tagged you in a comment on Twitter that I'm behind on my schmoes. Uh, I'm loving Collider Live. Maybe I don't. Maybe I'm getting my Collider feel that way. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. Collider Live continues to be strong presence, although. Um, I wish that 20 minutes of the episodes weren't always dedicated to um, being angry at comment responses yeah, and just chat responses because, you know, I there there's plenty of content that they could do instead of the 20 minutes of normal just, I hate when people respond to my posts because they're so negative. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Stop talking about it. <laughs> they, they've toned it back a little bit, but yeah, it's still yeah. There's at least one day a week where they 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 rant about that, but but yeah, with the schmoes, I know there is the big uh, spectacular three that drops Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will I will tune into that. I mean, I, you know, at this point, I'm okay. I, I just went to the wiki. The Schmodown wiki and just like, okay, let me just sort of see what happened with the matches, how we got to this place. Because I, I just, just being honest, I'm just not going to be able to go back and re- and watch all those matches leading up to it. No, uh, nor should you. Yeah. There wasn't any standouts in my opinion. I mean, yeah. Ethan Irwin, strong, strong player. Clark always ends up getting in her own way. Um Roka has a belt now, and it's yep. just, I, I miss my guy. I miss my Bateman. I miss very true heels. Mm-hmm. I miss entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> that was, like, so yeah. horrible. Oh. No, it's not that they're not entertaining. It's just that the right, the, it takes it, like, Schmodown, it's a hit or, hit or, hit, it's a hit or miss. You either have the perfect chemistry, the match is very fascinating, it's competitive, it's it's a lot of um, wit, yeah. um, or you just have people doing trivia. Yeah, yeah. And I can watch Jeopardy for that. <laughs> or Josh Purdy, which is actually pretty funny. <laughs> you know that um, Makuga is always talking about becoming the next host of Jeopardy, right? Yeah. Okay, so this lead perfect segue into the next topic. Okay. Um, I highly encourage you, Will, okay. to look up on YouTube. Uh, Josh Purdy, okay. kind of funny. All right. So, so, so kind of funny actually appeared on the Schmodown in a match all the way back in August. They were a team match. This was oh, a very yeah. 
I remember yeah. that one. I think, yeah, yeah, we talked about that one. Yeah. Yeah, Greg Miller and Nick Serpino. Yeah. And I remember on a recent Collider Live episode, uh, Chris, Christian brought it, brought them up and was talking about how funny they are. And I'm like, I, I feel like I know who this they're talking about, but I just yep. have to go back. So I rewatched and then I started watching some of their content. Fast forward about a week. I'm subscribed to their YouTube, their <laughs> podcast feed. I've watched so many reviews that they've done um they did they did a full mcu review Mm. and they literally went through um every episode was talking about um iron man through avengers infinity war the rankings you're gonna hate the black panther review but it's kind of funny um and <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> I'm so subtle about it. I really, I really like their uh, Spider-Man. Um, they went, they're going through all the Spider-Man movies. Okay. And they went through all the X-Men movies. So, so it's just great. And lately, I've been watching their play mode stuff, where they're just a bunch of guys playing video games and talking crap to one another. So, so yeah, I um. I went down that rabbit hole. Like, I flew down this kind of funny black hole of content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it. I will check it out. I will check it out. Yeah, I remember when we talked about them back in the summer uh, when they were when they were on the uh, on, on the Schmodown. And, um, yeah, I, I, I will. That's another during the hiatus. I will I, uh, I will pick that up. Check yeah. it out. Yeah, it's it's something you can definitely put on your headphones at work and just be doing work and, and listening to four guys talk about the MCU. Cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. It, like, there was, I was listening to Thor Ragnarok review this morning, mm-hmm. and there was a point where they were talking, they were talking about something, and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, what? Why isn't anybody watching the movie? Like, they're going to miss this other great joke that's far superior. And then I remembered they're not watching it while they review. (laughs) (laughs) It's just this weird mental thing that happened. Yeah. Uh. Anything else? Um, Well, I know we have a bunch of holiday movies. And, uh, yeah, we can definitely, like, maybe recap some of them. Uh, what are you? But I'll have to ask you. So during during the holidays, which uh, which films are you most looking forward to checking out? I don't know if I'm going to be checking out any. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. Usually, I mean, this is Star Wars season, but yeah. there's no Star Wars movie, which is weird. It is weird. It is weird. It's first time in three years. Yeah, yeah. See, Lucasfilm would have been wise just to hold off Solo until now. But anyway. uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, I. it depends. I think um, I'm going on break. I I think I might, depending on how things pan out, I might try to see Into the Spider-Verse, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I honestly, Will, I just, I'm not, it, it, I, it's, I'm so fleety with movie watching, flighty with movie watching. Like, I, I don't know. I can't. Nothing's like really telling me I have to see it in theaters. Gotcha. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, honestly, the one I'm actually kind of, other than Spider Verse, that I'm kind of sneakily want to see 
sort of like my guilty pleasure one is Bumblebee. It looks like they finally got the uh, Transformers movie right. Um, I'm trying to think about it, what I've heard about it, and I don't know if I've heard much. Yeah, and that's <laughs> and that's, I think it's still embargoed, but um, it just just from the trailers and more recent trailers, it just it just looks like they finally got a Transformers movie right. So maybe I keep I'll forgetting I won't. Aquaman's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I meant to go. I meant to take advantage of the Amazon Prime this past weekend, but I didn't. So I'll just catch. I'll just watch it. Uh, I'll just watch it at some point over over Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So listeners, if you're paying attention to any of that like meandered, rambling conversation, uh, we are taking a break, and we are. This may be our very last episode of 2018. There might be one more. Who knows? But we will um, be back in 2019 in early January. And we're doing a schedule change next year. I know. I know you just love it when we change things up on you guys. But it's all for good reasons. And most likely we'll be recording Tuesday nights. um, Maybe a Sunday every now and then. Depending on if the stars align. So... I think that's it for us tonight, Will. Uh, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me at Will M. Polk. That's W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K. You can find me at S.J. Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Cena Nerd. Friend us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And most importantly, rate, subscribe, and comment on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. <laughs>